to another episode of an extra dose podcast. We are Alexis and Samantha Bellbell of a doubledose.com in case you guys haven't checked out our blog before, but this is our podcast. If you're new, hope you are new. Maybe it'd be fun to have some new listeners. If you're not, thanks for tuning in again. We're so glad to have you. So today we're going to be sharing a little bit, kind of a follow-up from our other episode. Our previous episode, we talked about all the different hair serums and how to get your hair longer, all that fun stuff. So if you missed that episode, you can go back and listen to that. That's just the episode right before this one. So I know that I shared a lot. This is Alexis, by the way, talking. I feel like I always do the intros, so that's always Because I always mess them up, that's why. I'm just better at talking. What can I say? (laughs) Um, So I got the Brazilian blowout uh, probably beginning of the summer, so it's been several months now. And I had so many of you guys message me asking me what I thought about it, what my results were, would you recommend it, and all that. So I will be honest and say I was kind of on the fence with getting it just because everything, not everything, I had read mixed things that it's great, but then it's toxic and it has all these bad chemicals and it has formaldehyde. I'm sure you guys have heard of that. So I was kind of like, eh, I don't know. And then I finally was just like, whatever, I'm just going to do it because my mindset was, yeah, I know that there's, you know, it's not the best for you, but I can't be perfect with everything and I'm going to make myself crazy if I just don't let myself do certain things because they're horrible for you. Like I'm already very on point with what I eat. I try to be as careful as I can with other stuff too, but you know, there's just some stuff and I'm like, whatever, I'm just letting it roll because life's too short. So I decided to do it. I loved, I will just say, I love the result. It is, it has made a huge difference in my, like the health looking of my hair and also just styling it. It makes such a huge difference, at least for me, because I have super frizzy hair. It's wavy and it just doesn't dry pretty at all. So, but I, I mean, I'm grateful that I have a good amount of hair and also that it's like wavy, not pinned straight, but also, you know, that comes with its own set of things. So, I tried it. I went to Boss Salon. I go to Helen, and she's the best. Boss is in V. It sounds like you're yeah, saying Boss. Boss. V as in Victor. O S S Salon in Dallas, and Helen is the one that did does my hair, but she also did my Brazilian blowout for me. And her Instagram handle is at the Southern L E L L E with an underscore. If you guys want to find her. But anyway, um, she did my blowout and um, she also colors my hair, like I said. So I want to share a little bit more about the process, what it is, if you guys are not familiar with it, because I was kind of confused. I kept confusing that with keratin treatment. So I know it's a little bit confusing. So Brazilian blowouts are a hair treatment that is a liquid keratin formula that basically bonds your hair to create a protective layer around each strand. So it helps to get rid of frizz, it seals the cuticle, and it protects against external damage. So it's actually, by the name, it's from Brazil. It started in Brazil, and they use in, um, they use ingredients like Camu Camu, which we used to take oh, yeah. um, for energy, and netto seed, and acai berry. So once you finish the treatment, you should have less, less frizzy hair, hydrated hair, and more resilient to heat styling, and it should give you like a glossy mirror-like shine. So... I do believe that it makes it definitely felt healthier, smoother, definitely shinier, and it's different from other keratin treatments. They're really the results are similar to other keratin ones out there, but the Brazilian blowout has a mild formula that can be tailored to your hair type. So the first thing that happened when I asked my hairstylist, I was like, okay, 
so will my hair be like really really straight and she's like no we can tailor it to be if you want more wave like I don't have to I don't have to make it super straight and then you'll be able to style it however you want so I think that was like it's a big misconception is that your hair will be like pinned straight and that's not the case so it's a little less delicate post-treatment after you get a keratin treatment you don't have as many options I've gotten that before so basically when you get a keratin treatment you can't put your hair in a ponytail because it'll dent it you can't put it behind your ears because it'll dent it and you can't put it in like a clip or anything because you have to wait three or four days. I remember we did this in college. Or no, I did in high school. And that at that time, I used to wash it every day. So the fact that I couldn't do it for three to four days was like very much. Like I couldn't handle it. And it was like, I mean, think about it. I put my hair up all the time when I sleep. I put it behind my ear. I don't know how I did that. But anyway, Brazilian, You once you get it done, I'll explain the process in a second. You just put the formula in. Your stylist puts the formula in. They rinse it. They I mean they straighten it out and then they rinse it out and then you can style it however you want. So you walk out with like she did my hair with a curling iron with waves and like it still looked wavy. Like it didn't look straight at all. Um it will not make it straight, like I said. I mean, unless you want it to be like really straight, they'll have to do they can make it that way. And the way they seal it, they make it straight or they actually put the product in is they put this product and they wash your hair, they blow dry, and then they straighten it with this. A uh, special flat iron and this the straighter they make it the straighter your hair will be so that's why I said they, they can tailor it however they want um, and the whole goal behind it like I said is so that when you wash your hair it's not super frizzy it can air dry a little bit at least that's why I did it I wanted to be able to get out of the shower let it air dry and not use so much not use a lot of blow dry time and heat on it obviously I still curl it and stuff but I try to let to like lower the consumption of the heat stuff just to make it healthier so for me I can just let it air dry it still dries really like volumey and wavy but it cuts down the drying time for sure if you still want to use a hair dryer it just saves so much time it doesn't grow like 500 degrees out to the side and it's just a lot easier to manage so people want to know if it's safe um that's the thing that's like the gray area I read so many different if you type in Google like Brazilian blowout bad like you'll find tons of articles on why people think it's bad if you type in just Brazilian blowout, I mean, of course, you'll find positive stuff. So for me, speaking of experience, I will say, I'm not going to like hide this. I was wearing a mask because of COVID anyway, but you definitely smell the fumes a little bit. I mean, I'm not going to like sugarcoat it. You do. And I remember we did this like a couple years. Like You probably, definitely smell yeah, it. Yeah, you feel it on your head a little bit and then just like you smell it. It's like, a really strong smell. So if you're really against that or you're like really, really particular what you put in your body, then maybe you should look into it more because, I mean, I am, don't get me wrong, but I was kind of like, whatever, I'm not going to be perfect with everything. So they're saying it's safe um, on any hair type and it helps improve shine and moisture levels. People are concerned with the formaldehyde, but this is a quote I'm reading, but there's, there isn't any more in this than there would be in a nail polish. That's what someone said. Um, and they said it's a very small amount. But with any chemical processing, there's always a chain reaction of the bonding treatment to your hair. So, and I also read that every time you, you um, like after they do the treatment and you style your hair and they use the curling iron, you definitely kind of smell it a little bit. And not in like a gross way. You just, every time you use the heating tools, and I, I don't really, I didn't experience it. I just washed my hair again and after. I don't smell anything. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't. Because I read, and my mom told me this too from another stylist, that 
And one, the problem is, it's not just when you do it, it's every time you style your hair, when you put the heat on it, the chemicals all come out. And I'm like, I didn't smell anything. So I don't know. I mean, it could still be coming out. Though. I mean, but I really, I didn't smell like how I did the first uh. she did it the first time. I don't really smell it at all. But I when she put the chemicals in and she flat irons it, you do smell it. And you smell you you feel the fumes a little bit. I mean it's like when you get your nails done. Yeah. It's the yeah. same thing. You know, when you go get your dip done or your gel, or whatever, you kinda smell that. Fume. I don't smell the dip. I don't smell that. Sometimes I the smell clears, the acetone. The clears or yeah. the acetone. Yeah, all the all those fumes. Yeah. The same idea. So I think people are so scared because the Brazilian blowouts, like, it's such a name. People are, like, are scared of it. But I'm, like, when you do any even box, I mean, the box color at home is horrible for your hair. And I like the chemicals hair. in it. It's horrible for you. The chemicals uh, in yeah. it. Yeah. Your hair. Like, I mean, it's whole, it goes into your skin is the main thing. Well, that's the problem with all these toxins. Not yeah. to sh- I mean, we're not going to sugarcoat it. Anything that you use, households, beauty, all of these things that are coming out, they've always had toxins for years, decades. But now it's becoming more of a thing for people to display it or to find out about it, which is great. Um, but they all, everything gets very, um, the reason they're so bad is because your skin absorbs pretty much everything you put on it. And it's like one of the, I think it's like one of the biggest organs in your body. So anything you put that has a lot of chemicals onto your hair, your scalp, your skin, it's getting, going right into your body, your bloodstream. So, I mean, it can go into your bloodstream. So that's, I mean, just something to think about, but the whole process takes about, I think it took for me like an hour, an hour and a half, but I have short hair. Maybe it took me less. I don't know. But it depends on how long your hair is and how thick it is, like how many – because they have to literally – they put this solution on, like I think in the bowl. They like wash your hair with it and then they blow dry and then they have to use the straightener on every little piece of hair. So if you have a lot of hair, just, you know, it's going to take a while because they don't just stick like chunks of it in the straightener. It's like each little piece. Um, so like I said, you'll begin shampooing it to remove all the product and create a base for the treatment to adhere and then – they will apply the formula root to tip, and then they use a heated flat iron to 450 degrees to seal it in. And then they wash. They go to the shampoo bowl again and rinse everything out. And then a deep conditioning mask, and then they'll style it as usual. So I mean, I guess you could walk out with wet hair if you don't have time, but I she styled it for me. Um, usually they say it lasts. If you use, you need to make sure you're using sulfate and chlorine. Well, chlorine and sulfates, but. I make sure using a sulfate-free shampoo, so I always make sure that I'm using that. I feel like a lot of them are already like that anyway. Like I said, a lot of them are labeling stuff all the time now, so I think it's more of a thing. It should last three to four months, and it's longer if you don't wash it as much. I wash mine once a week, and I feel like that does make it last longer. The other thing is if you sweat a lot, I think the roots and stuff will become – it just kind of gets rid of the – process a little bit easier so she has touched up my roots like like very minimally just like where I ran where I was sweating um but you can always do like a partial one if you feel like your roots are like starting to get frizzy again and um once you wear it once it wears off your hair will start to go back to its natural curl pattern it'll you'll see on the hairline first and that's like when you know you probably need to redo it if you want to um you don't have to but obviously you can wait longer and they're saying on color-treated hair, which I have, it's completely safe. Um, it seals off the hair shaft, so it'll stay vibrant for longer. And, um, like, for me, she's always colored mine and then just done the Brazilian after. But um, they did say sometimes um, it can make your hair a little bit, the color, a little bit brighter. So you always have to be conscious of that, too. So Sam has not gotten one That's done. what I was going to say. I'm yeah. looking at – so we, earlier today, we showered and let our hair air dry because normally I used to get right out of the shower and I used to dry my hair. But I'm trying to let it do – do 
use as many, the least amount of hot tools as I can. So obviously I do curl my hair and I'm like getting ready for a blog post or dinner or something like that. But when I ran at home, I literally just, first of all, I only wash it once a week, if that. I had just, it had been exactly a week since I had washed it. And I just like use dry shampoo in the meantime. But I honestly feel like we have another podcast on this, but I feel like it's been trained almost like it doesn't really get that greasy. If I do a good job washing it, it's not really greasy until like, you know, day five, day six. And then I'll use dry shampoo. But you could always use it to fluff up your hair. It does get flatter. Um, but anyway, hers hers air dried and mine air dried and our hair looks completely different. Really? I, I mean, can't. the roots don't look that bad. My roots, I feel like my roots, pull out your camera, Alex. My roots don't like I roots um, look, my my roots don't look that bad next year. Just like the the pieces that are around your face, like mine definitely look like they're like more fr- like not fry, but because it's frizzy. Frizzy. Um, and then of course the ends. Hers look like she straightened hers out, like blow dried it, and mine looks like I let it air dry. Yeah, there's definitely a difference. It's, there's definitely this, a big difference in the smoothness. Hers looks way more smooth. Looks like she flat ironed her. Got to blow. We're gonna out. try to get a picture so you guys can see. I look scary. But anyway, that's how we're not going anywhere. (laughs) Just going to point that out. But anyway, there is a difference. We'll try to get a better photo for you guys. There's a difference, definitely difference in the, at least the bottom. I have, um, I don't have curly hair, but I have wavy, frizzy hair. So when I let it air dry, I look like a lion. Let's be real. So do I. But hers looks really like she can just walk out like that. So for those of you guys that are already blessed with that kind of hair, um, when you can just shower and it looks, it looks good without it, then... That's great. You guys, you probably don't need a Brazilian blow up. But for those of you guys that are like me and you have like a lot of hair, wavy, and especially the frizz, it definitely tames that down right out of the shower. And it cuts down on drying time too. I cannot get a good picture. Okay, it's not happening. But price-wise, I did look it up for you guys. So it can be, um, I think, anywhere from 300 and up. But I think it's, I don't know. I don't know exactly how much she charges. I forgot. But it's around that range. So, yeah. I think it's worth it if you have really frizzy, like unruly hair. So, yeah. Speaking of beauty stuff, I wanted to share a product that we've shared in some of our other episodes that we've been loving, we've been using. I use it three to four times a week, and I am obsessed. It is the Beauty Bio Isabel Glow Pro Blush Crush Set. And we shared this, like I said, in another episode. It is a microneedling tool. It's so easy to use, and the results are amazing. Whether you have fine lines, you just want plumper skin, plumper lips, you, this is the tool for you. It's just a quick, easy routine you can add in to your nightly routine. I usually do it at night. You just wash your face and use this little microneedling tool. It doesn't hurt at all, but it basically makes like tiny little mini punctures in your skin. It allows the collagen to produce more in that area and also for all your serums and your oils to sink in better and really work well. So I've been loving it. Sam uses it too. Our mom uses it too. I gave us a code for you guys to get 15% off. You just use code Double dose, that's D-O-U-B-L-E-D-O-S-E, and you'll get 15% off their whole site, and thanks to Beauty Bio for sponsoring this episode. Now, jumping ahead into more fashion-based, we got a request to share kind of what our basic wardrobe essentials would be, but we're going to put a little spin on it. We're going to do fall. Since we're going into fall, I feel like these could be actually year-round, but we figured we'd share some of those and kind of how you can style them. I know visually it's probably a little bit easier if you see it like on a collage or something, but we'll kind of go through what we like, what we think is essential, and how you could kind of style those together and maybe some of our favorite brands that go with those. So first off would be a good basic uh, blazer. This would be great for work or um, the weekends. I've styled it many times with jeans. And actually during the Nordstrom sale, there was a really cute one by Gibson and it was like more of like a, like a cotton material and you could just wear it with like a white t-shirt, a camisole, like, um, 
obviously the same thing for work with a skirt or some pants for work but obviously for if you're going out like for brunch or lunch or just like um on the weekends you could put it with jeans or white jeans or something like that and I personally um think white jeans can go all year um I wear them all year you could put them with a cute beauty booty like a tan booty or um tan uh cognac or something like that um knee boot or over the knee boot I think it's such a classic winter white look so I definitely think that can be paired another way. Another thing I like is a good utility vest or jacket. So those we love wearing those. We put I those with a white time. with a white t-shirt or a camisole. I've worn this before, like right now when it's pretty warm outside, still like with a denim skirt or some denim shorts. Um, and then like some cute sneakers or like a flat or something like that. But then you can also wear it with jeans and wear like a, like a striped shirt underneath or something like that and it's just a cute look that you can wear that it's great for day-to-day um outings and then obviously a good like uh i don't know it's not a fedora hat a good what would you a felt hat, hat a wool hat. a wool hat and you could get one in like we have one from on amazon that we can share it's a one from it's on prime and it's a cognac color but it comes in black and it's a good hat that you can wear with it just finishes off the outfit it's just it's great for dirty hair yeah, I was gonna say it hides after we just hair. after we just talked about how we only wash it once a week it hides the dirty hair it hides your gray so i think it's you can always also if it's like super dirty you can't even style the bottom which i feel like you can always do something with the bottom but you could do a little cute braid or little side bun at the bottom and just put the hat right over it. I do that all the time with like a, a fedora hat in the summer. So I love that. I also shared earlier about a striped t-shirt. You could get a v-neck, short sleeve, round, a round neck, a crew neck that's long sleeves and you could just put it underneath the utility jacket or vest or under a denim jacket or the blazer that I mentioned earlier. Um, another thing is a good puffer jacket or vest. So these range from like it could be one that's like more poofy or one that's just really, it just almost looks like it's quilted. Kind of like the Burberry jackets that were really in style a couple, like a while ago. Um, so it's just a little quilted and you can wear like the same striped shirt, a white t-shirt, um, either like a, a chambray, which is like a denim button-up shirt. All those can be worn underneath and just really completes the outfit. And you could also do the jacket form too. It's great. I love wearing those in the fall because they're really lightweight and you can just like almost packable and you can just take them out and put them on when it gets chilly and it keeps you really warm and you can layer with them in the winter. And I know Abercrombie had a really great one that I wore all the time last year. So North Face also makes and Patagonia makes really good ones as well. And on jackets, I love a good moto jacket. They had so many on sale during the Norton sale. I think they're sadly also yeah. out by now. But they will be back on regular price probably now. So they um, my favorite one is by Blank NYC. And they have a ton of different styles. They have ones that are like faux leather, leather. They have ones that are the suede. And I love the neutral suede color just because you can do black and brown with them. That's why I always, if you guys look at my posts, I'm always wearing something that's more. I love a good black moto jacket, which I have some. But there's nothing better than like a cognac or like a tan color. Um, just because you, if you wanted to buy one jacket, you don't have to buy black. I don't say get black because I have a thing about wearing black and brown together, like dark brown. I don't like the way that looks and I don't like the way it looks with like blue. So I think if you're going to yeah, go. Navy and black together yeah, is a major I know I've had a discussion with my mom before because my dad wore black and navy all the time together and I think it looks horrible. But a lot of men do. A lot of men do. I don't do. get it. I think they think it's like they're dark colors so they go no, together. No, I think they think it's like blue and black. So they're like, okay, that I don't, matches. It does. In my opinion, I don't think it matches. No, it doesn't. I don't know. Maybe if you guys have an opinion on it. You can let us know. But I, I really personally think that navy and black do not go. 
And like when you think about like I like look at this vest with the black. Like, yeah, it that just it not cla- to me it clashes. Like so, I will never. The one the one exception is wearing like a striped shirt and it's like navy and black. You could probably wear like black leggings with it and it, you could probably get away with it. But if it's a full on navy jacket, like I do not like that with black like black leggings. So that's what I'm saying. Long story short, go for the tan colors if you want to just invest in one jacket or one purse or one something. I would always go for cognac or like a tan color because that really goes, in my opinion, with black and brown and you get to go neutral with everything. So another, I already talked about the denim shirt. That's a great basic under vests, jackets, blazers, or even on its own with like, um, you can do the Canadian tuxedo look, which is denim. I love that look. Denim with denim. And you can put a cute belt in between just to like separate them. And I love like a good leopard belt. That's so yeah. cute. Or like a tan belt. Like it just a Fulbert basic. is jumping all over the place. I should have narrowed it down by tops first. But I'm just showing, giving you guys different outfit the ideas. The belt wise, since we're on the topic, you have a really cute Ferragamo one that you don't wear enough. What? Okay, we have this debate. Taylor bought me the cutest Ferragamo I'm belt. i steal it. It was like, I don't know how many years ago that was. It was like, I think it was the um, first year we were dating. It was two years that ago. It was two years ago? Yeah. Okay, so 20 2018 and it reverses it's black and reverses to like a tannish like a like a very light tan color but you the really cool thing about that belt is it doesn't has holes in it but the way you shorten is you literally just cut it and I remember I went to the Ferragamo store and I first got it I was like oh it's too big I'll cut it and they they literally just took scissors out they're like you can do it yourself so then after I got past the point of like scared I was gonna ruin it you just cut it and the part that you cut gets hidden under the buckle so it's really cool you can reverse it but that doesn't mean Express has great belts that look just like that they're like yeah, Amazon, Amazon. And then I love it. So I like one that's like good, uh, a black one and a brown one that reverses or you get one cognac color, one brown, I mean one black, or you could do a leopard that goes with black and brown. But I know if you're wearing something super printed, you're not going to wear that together. But I do like for pattern mixing, I do like a floral print with stripes or stripes with leopard. I feel like those always look good together. And even though or it looks- plaid. You, oh yeah, plaid. Even though those three can be worn together, plaid, stripes, leopard. In my opinion, those three can go together. They look really cute. And um, another thing you could do with a striped shirt is wear a plaid button-down shirt, like almost like a flannel, but it doesn't have to be flannel material. You could wear a striped shirt underneath it, or you could just wear it on its own, um, buttoned up with like a leopard belt or just like the cognac um, blazer or like different accessories. So these are all... We're going to name out probably like 20 to 30 items, and these are all things you could just intermix together, and you could wear probably like outfits for the entire fall and winter season. But... Anyway, so you could do a – the plaid button-down is also super cute right now if you just tie it around your waist with, like, some black leggings and you just wear a graphic T-shirt or some a striped shirt with it. It looks really cute, the pattern mixing. So onto the shoes, I – there's probably a, a couple pairs of shoes that are, like, a must-have. I would say a sneaker that could be, like, a Golden Goose type or Steve Madden makes a really cute um, pair that looks similar to it with a little star on the side, or you could do a plain white sneaker or something like that. Another alternative that would be like a slip-on that doesn't have any laces, so super comfortable for lots of walking, and you can wear with leggings, you can wear with jeans, you can wear with dresses, you can wear with shorts all year. Um, and then a good pair of booties. Again, I would recommend if you're going to pick one color, I would not do black. I would do a cream, like a tan color, because again, you can wear black and brown with it all colors it's a neutral black i think sometimes i love a black booty but they look to me especially if you're petite they're very harsh they're very dark and i own a lot of black booties but i will say i don't wear them a lot like i feel like i always gravitate towards the tan colors because i feel like it elongates your legs more it's not such a harsh dark color in your foot so if you're trying to elongate your legs i would definitely go to more something that's more 
like a lighter color and you want to go something too light to look at dirty but I think the Koenig has a great in-between color or like a tannish color um and then some kind of like knee boot it could be over the knee or it could be just like up to your knee but I love a good pair by Sam Elliman they're like probably my favorite pair they're suede and they they're again what do we know a tan color and they're slightly pointed they're slightly pointed which points if you guys see pointed the, the pointed booties during the Nordstrom sale and also I've shared some by Vince Camuto that I love that have a little buckle on the side they all have a point. And I know you might think, oh, I don't know if I want to wear a pointy boot. But I know they're more in style right now. Like before, I guess they used to just be like kind of rounded. But I love a good point because it really elongates your legs. You don't realize until you wear them until you're like taking a photo. It does elongate your legs in any color that you're wearing. Um, I The black booties are definitely really cute with black leggings. But as a whole, if you're going to buy one, I would say buy. Unless you think you always wear black, then that's fine. But I always gravitate to a more towards tan. And then a cute flat. It could be something that lace ups. It could be like a more of like a loafer. It could be a mule, which is open in the back. It could be any of those, but something you could wear. You could wear them to work. You can wear them with jeans. You can wear them with skirts, leggings. They're very versatile and they're comfortable. And then as far as like handbags go, I would get like a cute all around tote that you can fit um, stuff in for work or traveling. And again, I would do black, gray, or cognac, something neutral that matches everything. And then I would do some kind of um, clutch or a crossbody bag that you can wear outing. So you can wear like out with your friends. You could do the fall activities. You could wear it for a date night. Different things you don't need to take a huge purse with you. Um, those are probably two I must-haves. I mean, other bags are cute like satchels or backpacks, but if you're just looking for two bags that you want to get for the fall. And then as far as bottoms, I would say a good pair of black leggings. I love, love, love the faux leather Spanx leggings. They were on sale in the Nordstrom sale. So yay if you guys picked them up. I usually wear an extra small petite or a small petite in those. So if you're five, four and under, I would definitely recommend um, getting the petite just because they do run kind of long. They suck you in just like Sphinx would, but they, they literally have a, they're not just like a plain black legging. It gives a little bit dimension because there's a little bit of shine to them. The Commando also makes a really cute pair of like, those look more leathery. They're more like um, shiny. So they look more like a faux leather than the, I'd say the Sphinx. The Sphinx would kind of look more like a pattern. And then I love I like good I like ripped jeans. I know some people are like I don't like those. You can't wear those to work. But I would get if you can't wear that, get one that's like a solid skinny pair. Flares are super in if you think you're gonna wear them a lot. And Express makes really good petite ones that I love. But those aren't ones I wear every day. So if you're looking just to invest in like one or two pairs of jeans, I wouldn't get those because you're not gonna wear those every day. But I would get something a rips. I just think they add just dimension to the outfit. If they're like a little bit of destruction to them, and plus they're like in style. But I just feel like with a white t-shirt, just adds some destruction as opposed to like a plain pair. But I like a good pair of black skinny regular skinny. Yeah, black jeans I think are good. Yeah, and you, I remember when I used to wear able to wear when I worked at my corporate job. During certain times of the year, we were allowed to wear jeans on Friday because we do dress business casual every day. But I know so many things have changed with COVID and like depending on how your workplace is, you might be able to get away with just wearing whatever you want. So you could wear ripped jeans, but I feel like just to go to work, if you want it, you could wear a pair of plain dark jeans or light wash jeans and then or black. And that always looks good with like the loafer, the booty, um, heels. It goes with everything. Um, I also wanted to mention a good scarf, like a plaid scarf or like a leopard scarf is a great accessory when it comes to like going along with like, you know, the hat and stuff like that. Or just a neutral one. Yeah. Or a beanie is a good accessory. Again, covers up the gray. But I do like the, the I like the wool hats better. I think those give more of like a fashion statement than, and I love, I keep saying love on every line, but 
um, baseball caps are super in, and you yeah. can make them look fashion forward. I mean, some people wear like the teams that you like in like a cute neutral color. Um, but they also make ones that are just like tan or gray, and it's like a good. It's just I feel like it looks so cute, like a basic t-shirt and shorts or jeans. It just elevates the outfit, but it also hides um, dirty hair. So I'm trying to think what else. A good cardigan. I want to mention a good cardigan. It also can be worn with to work. Um, they make so many. I would recommend doing something neutral, black, gray. I'd probably go with gray on this yeah, one gray. if I had to pick one because, again, goes with black and brown, kind of like the tan that I was talking to you guys about. I'm trying to think what else. Dresses are really cute, but, again, I think these other pieces are more versatile. So if you're going to pick – if you're going to really narrow down based on budget, I wouldn't go into dresses because you can elevate all of your dresses with just adding, like, a denim jacket, adding a moto jacket, adding a sweater on top, all that stuff will – you can make an outfit look new with all that stuff. So I think that's pretty much where I'm gonna where I'm gonna end with. I said after that's, I said I loved every single that's piece. That's a lot of pieces, but you don't have to pick all those. Those are just some ideas. So diving into a totally different topic, we are well, we're gonna have Taylor on our podcast again soon, so stay tuned for that. It's been a little hard to coordinate, so that's why I think we said we're gonna have them on like months ago and then We will we will be doing it soon. It's been like a, a challenge. But It'll be coming soon. So kind of on that topic with, well, not him, but on the dating topic, I wanted to share some dating online profile tapes because I know a lot of you guys are like me and have been on the dating apps and this is Alexis, not Samantha, by the way. I um, haven't been on the dating apps. They did meet on an app, but yeah, you know, it's changed. So I thought I'd share some tips and these are, these are mine, but also some that I haven't really taken. So maybe I should like be taking these into consideration. But um, some of them are, like, kind of obvious. Some are like, okay, well, maybe that makes sense. So if you're on online profile, online, if you're in online dating right now and you're a profile, here are some tips that you should be paying attention to. <laughs> so one thing is to not leave anything blank. And I will say that when I come across someone's profile that's very vague, I'm like, I don't know about it. But then the flip side is if they have an answer that I'm, like, not, I don't like, then I'm like, X, No. So I'm like, I don't know. Mine was blank. I, you couldn't do that though. Right? Oh yeah, this was like four years ago. You couldn't. You can only write a bio and I don't think you wrote anything. I didn't write anything and neither did Taylor. And I know some of my friends were like, why? That's weird. You didn't write anything. I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, now, a million years later, back in the Stone Ages, they didn't have it. Now, they have little prompts that you have. I think you have do to. you have to answer um, them? I don't know how people get away with it, but I'm pretty sure you do. You have to answer at least a couple of them. I don't know. though. I'm not 100% sure. So I can mine pretty vague. I not vague, but I didn't like expand. When people have too many, I'm like, this is too much. You wrote like a whole book. We don't need to know everything yet. Let's keep some mystery. But <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but if you keep it blank, I feel like you're just not you look like you're not taking it seriously. You're just like, eh, I'm on here, but I don't really care. So kind of fall somewhere in the middle, maybe. Um, you also well, they're saying they're not a username, but on these dating apps, you're not using usernames. They're saying like, be careful what you choose. But anyway. Oh, that's more like online dating. Yeah. So they're saying to be honest, people love it. I'm like, okay, I think that's a little extreme. Again, you leave some mystery there. Let's not take like spell all your details on an online profile. You know, if you have like, I think it's cute to share stuff like of your dog. If you're really close to your family, like it's important to share that. I like that a lot. But if they share something that I'm like, I don't want to know that yet or like, I don't know. Like, I've got some people that are just, like, really blunt. And I'm like, I don't need to know all this, like, when we go out the first date. So just, like, you know, keep a little mystery there. I'm not saying don't be honest, but just, you know, 
don't give show all your cards yet <laughs> um don't hide your face in your profile photo i mean that sounds really obvious but people i've seen some weird people on there i'm just gonna say right I've now i've seen some weird people when you're looking at them yeah they're scary they look they look scary. <laughs> my dad, this is this is like a long time ago. I was in the car looking through like Bumble or I don't know when the dating apps. And he was like, what? Where are these people coming from? I'm like, I don't know. He was a little frightened of the people that I was swiping through. <laughs> I think Taylor was seen find, it. He's like, oh my you God. You can find decent people on there. It's just like, I think it's become harder. It's kind of like when you go to like Forever 21. Like I love your stuff, but you, it's like any of those kind of stores you need to like dig through. You know what I mean? Like, or even if you go to like Nordstrom Rock, you got to sort through all this stuff. Yeah. I That's will say. That's kind of like what it is. Back to the photos, when a guy just has, I mean, girls are probably better at this, when a guy just has a really zoomed in, blurry photo of their face, it's a little weird, and they have nothing else. No full bodies. I'm like, That's okay, weird. well, you're probably not attracted. I mean, it sounds terrible. You're, you're posting that But all you reason. can see, like, think about it. All you can see is what they're showing you, unless you go find their first and last name. Like, if they're not showing their body, like, uh... You're probably not in shape or, like, you don't take care of yourself, blah, 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 you have a bad outfit. Like, I can't, I need to be able to tell all these things. So, yeah, like, definitely be careful. Also, like, if you're choosing, a lot of people will choose, like, their more attractive friends and the photo with them. And I think that's always hilarious because... I know, I'd like to know, like, what is your thought process They think, that? I think their thought, their thought process is they're going to get a lot of swipes because the people in them, they might maybe think that they'll well, hang like, out where do they think is it going to end? they'll go on the date and they'll be like, oh, who's your friend? I don't know. No, what I don't think guys think that much. I don't. I think they think I'll reel them in. But I'm like, why? Where do you think it's gonna end? Nowhere. Yeah, they're saying you got to make it easy to for people to talk to you. So by that they mean like with the prompts or like the the questions or whatever, like whatever you put in your bio, make it something so someone can like a conversation starter. I will say I'm not the best at the conversation starters. I'm just like, hey, how's it going? I think I've said that before in here, but. I'm just very vague. Like, I don't really, not that I'm putting effort, but I'm just like, I'm not going to sit here and like look through your photos and be like, oh, that one photo where you're like traveling abroad, that looks so, I mean, maybe, but like, chances are I'm just going to keep it pretty simple. But I've had people like that will start a conversation. I have a picture, or I used to have a picture of a, um, I had like, we went to Cabo like years ago, and Sam and I were on this boat with like this seal. Or sea lion. Poncho. Poncho. And everyone, every time I had that photo up, people would always, like, start the conversation. Do you not have it on there anymore? I don't know. Well, I mean, I ha- I've, I've taken my profile hidden and unhidden. So. Oh. But, yeah, I had it on there. Or I guess I still, my, my profile is, like, out available. <laughs> I have it on there. I think it's on Bumble or Hinge. I can't remember which one I have it on. But people have definitely, like commented about it and um you want to have a good mix of photos like i said you don't want to have like a million selfies i think it's so weird when a guy has a selfie i'm like it's That's a freaking no. bizarre I'm like why okay i'm not gonna lie i've gone off people have had selfies but <laughs> yeah it was, well it's we gone sh- we should have known yeah i should have known then but anyway yeah a selfie a gym photo i'm like that's a no you can show you that you're in shape other ways so yeah for girls make sure you have like a full body i know it sounds ridiculous a mix up like ones with friends like don't you want to look like you hang out with people too <laughs> i mean it's sad but this is all they're looking at yeah and then don't write a novel i agree it's too much we don't need to know your entire life story don't give us a resume some people in their bio will put like it's literally just scroll it's, li- <laughs> it's too long <laughs> oh they God. do like emojis i'm just like no that's not and then it's like i find again i find stuff out I'm the more you write the more you can yeah and i dismiss i'm very i judge a lot and i'm like no that's i need to be more more open-minded but i'm not so there you go they're saying feel free to talk about your kids i mean i have seen 
people that say I'm a single dad. I mean, well, I they think should. It's they should. Better to be open about it. Yeah, that's another tip. I think if something's very important to you, you should not be leaving that yeah. out and waiting to discuss that later. Whether it's like, I've, been, I've had experiences whether it's with like, that. Whether it's like your faith, your kids, um, I don't know, what you're looking for. If you're looking for a hookup, then maybe just be direct about it. They do a feature on Bumble that says like what you're looking for. It says, I know, but I feel like... I feel like a girl because they're so emotionally invested. You know, if they just want to hook up, I think when you see that, you're like, no. I don't know. Oh, don't. well, some of them put it. They put something casual. A lot of people do that. Oh, okay. And then some put relationship. Or they say, I don't know. I think know. the girl swipes. No, there's also an option that says, I don't know. I don't know yet. I feel like they could put that. That's better than saying I, something it's more, casual. Oh, it's better than, yeah. I feel like to a girl that looks better. Even if you just want to hook up. Um, don't talk about dating. I think this is an obvious one, and it's also an obvious one for the first date. Do not talk about your ex on the first date. But everyone ever. does it. I don't know why. Mm. Some people do. Not like, everyone. Why? But I've gone out people with people that don't have good. And experience. like, it's like, please do not talk about your dates that you've gone on. You're like or, red flag. Yeah. Um. Some people will write stuff like, and I've seen this before. I'm reading an article. It says, "Quote: None of the other dating apps have worked, so now I'm here." Or, "I hate dating, but I want to meet someone." People put that all the time, or they put like, "There's a prompt on Hinge that says like." Um, I'll know it's time to delete a hinge when, I don't know, they, something like when I find some, or I don't know, I've been on this, I've tried the other apps, it's just like, you don't want to know how like long you, TMI. that you're like stale. We, get, we don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's like listing for a house, it's like, we don't need to know how many times, how many long, days you've been how listed. How long you've been listed. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I would want anyone to know. Like, I mean, we reduced the price. <laughs> but what about me? I've been single forever. Oh my God. They, have we reduced, the, we haven't reduced the price yet though. Um, I met some people that are, like, too sexual on there. I'm like, please do not make any comments that are sexually, like, any windows. I don't – I maybe it's just me, but I'm like, no. no. that would be a major no for me. Some people are into that kind like, of stuff. Like, not yet. Some people are kind of into that stuff. Um, some other things oh, that I, I kind of mentioned before was, yeah, the poor spelling and grammar. I didn't talk about this before. I have – I cannot tell you that people – with these prompts, it's a problem. Before you even get to the messaging, they start answering stuff, and there's like three type, not typos, there's no, three they're grammar, not typos, they're three grammar. grammar errors, and it's usually the ones like T O and T O O. They mess those up all the time. The T H E I R and T H E R E, like there and there, um, or just like using the wrong. Oh, the words like effect and effect. And one person, I, I don't think I went out with him, but his prompt, there were like three of them in a sentence. And I was like, I can't do this. I'm not going to sit here and correct your grammar. I mean, I'm not, but I'm like, I hate when people have bad grammar. It's like a turnoff for me. So especially if you're like in your 30s and like, how has no one corrected you? How have you gone through life like this? I don't know. So the poor grammar. And then when they start doing the messaging, I'm like, okay, maybe they were just typing fast. But if it keeps happening, I'm like, no, it's just so horrible. Don't lie. Um, white lies. Your people are gonna figure out eventually. They do that all the time. Yeah, I'm like they lie you about know, their height. They lie. The height is a big one. Their it drives age. me. The high age. They lie about how active they are. I'm like, you don't work. Like you don't. No, you don't eat healthy. But again, it's like, where do they think it's gonna? You're gonna find it out. I think they think you're gonna be so into them, so charmed. You'll you won't care. Anymore. Don't I know? I know I've been through this all. With I don't the white get. Lies. I really just don't understand. Yeah, people lie. I'm sure girls do it all the time. They too. lie about. You know what? Actually, one of my friends a while ago told me that this person lied about their whole like degree and everything. Like they never went to like I don't know what kind of professional school. It was like law school or like um, some kind of graduate degree. They lied and said so they it was horrible. So like people will lie. Um, I've said before that I was lied to. Uh, 
not, I mean, on a dating app and they lie about a lot of stuff. So yeah, just be careful out there because it can be a little scary. And we're going to be talking more Taylor about dating safety. So stay tuned for that one because I feel like we'll give some good male tips. Yeah. From the, from the men's mind. From the men's mind. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Man's mind. From the male's mind. Yeah. So that's all I have to say about that. Um, if you guys have any questions about online dating, you can probably come to me. I'm a veteran. You can come to me. <laughs> oh my god, so am I. No, yeah. same. You've been you're a veteran at dating someone particular. No, but before that, I was in the apps for forever. Uh, I've be, I have you. Oh beat, my god, honey. but forever consider all things considered, it was over like a year and a half. I think. Tim, I'm at that point right okay, now. Okay, <laughs> so we're tied. That's mm, it. Okay, maybe. Okay. So, on to our favorites, we'll be sharing two home items that we have been loving. So, do you want to share yours first? Or you? Um, yeah, I'll go first. So, mine is a cleaning product, and Alexis actually introduced it to me, but I, I mean, we share everything, but she's the one who showed me it. And they're by Plant Therapy. So, they have their household cleaners. They're called Defender Household Cleaners. And they have a multi-service cleaner, and they have a glass cleaner. Both smell so good, and what I love most about them is that they're powered, they say, powered by plants and essential oils, so they basically use essential oils and other really natural ingredients, derived ingredients, to clean up messes. On your, You can use it on your countertops, you can use it on stovetops, tile, microwaves, glass, um, and they come, you can buy the kit that comes with both or just one in a glass bottle. So you're not even using plastic and you basically will use, you can decide how much you want to use, use, um, they give you the, um, the bottle of cleaner and then you dilute it based on if you have like regular messes, standard cleaning, or you have really tough messes. So you basically mix that with water and it, you dilute it as much as you need. It gives you instructions, but we'll put the link in the swipe up because I think that's how you get, um, that's how you purchase it. Mm-hmm. So we'll put the link in the swipe up to buy those and, and then Alexa will share hers. So mine I shared on Instagram not too long ago, but it's called Oman and what it is, it's an all natural like air, uh, freshener like kind of like a Febreze but all natural and it's made with essential oils so I love that and it's only maybe three ingredients and they have seven scents they're they're great they smell amazing I have a few that I love they also have one that's really cool it has CBD in it and it has lavender and chamomile essential oils in it so it's great to use like in your bedroom um like all of your fabric in your room like it really helps calm you down and gets you ready for bed and um i we've been loving it we use them like all over our rugs like any upholstery you can just like spray it in the air too they're like a really fine mist they're really cool and they're giving you guys 15 percent off if you guys want to try them also you can use code double dose 15 and i'll share all the links for these in the show notes so that's all we have for this episode thank you guys so much for listening thanks for constantly sending us messages we love it we love that you guys are listening it makes us so happy It's fun for us to do, and we love connecting with you guys on another avenue. So please send us any of your feedback, um, any topic requests. We love to hear them. You can always send us a message on Instagram at alexis.bellbell or at samanthabellbell, or um, send us an email, doubledoseblog at gmail.com. We're happy to hear from you, and we'll talk to you guys soon.